Hey everyone, welcome back to the Better Man Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Gary Baldus from New Walk Church in Zephyr Hills, Florida. Thanks for joining, whether you're on our live stream, social media, or here in whichever podcast app you're listening from. Your support's greatly appreciated. I can't wait to get started on our next episode, so let's get right to it. We are live. As you can see, we have returned to the multi-million dollar Better Man Podcast Studios. And wow, you can probably tell the sound elevated level here with the studio performance. You can probably tell, you know, with our expensive digital backdrop behind me. I mean, this is a high level. And because you've joined a high level podcast, you're probably looking for high level content. So I'm going to give it to you. As a matter of fact, uh, it is true that uh, I firmly believe in the content we're sharing on this podcast because, uh, number one, I've heard from enough of you to say that it's making a difference, and if it was just a handful, you know, that would be worth it to me, but it's been more than that, and I'm grateful I get that feedback here and there over time, and and again, I, I'm grateful for it. I do know that uh, all of us as men, we're on a journey together to try to um, get this right. Uh, we all want to be better men. That's why we tune into the podcast. Thank you for joining me. It is a Wednesday, one of those days of the week where so many, I think I shared this last week, so many men are, um, or so many kids, students are going to be headed to student ministries tonight all over the country. And that's important. You need to partner with the church and your students. If you've got 6th through 12th graders, most churches have some sort of ministry that uh, connects with them and builds relationships with them. I hope as a man, and you have kids in that age group, you'll make sure your kids are a part of that. I know our church has that, and I love the work that they do. Sporting the Buccaneer hat again for the second podcast in a row. I love this hat. I got to tell you, I had a hat looked just like this, you know, when I was younger, kind of that style and old school Bucko Bruce. I love it, even though the Bucks, not so good. Uh, but we are uh, going to begin or uh, have a conversation today uh, that stems from men, stems from um, something I hear regularly. Uh, I think I got a comment on this on Monday. And, and I love it, and yet I uh, want to help you with it a little bit more. Here's the comment. Ready? You know, I messed some things up, Pastor, as a father, as a husband, and I'm just trying to do better now. And I love that. I really do. I love that you're a guy. Uh, hello, Marks. Things are going good. Thanks for joining me. Uh, I love that as a man, you would, you would at least be willing to recognize you messed it up. This is a great challenge for us men to even be able to say, I messed something up. But I think we also have to understand that um, we can't operate in any regret. And I'm not suggesting that any of you are when you make that comment. Maybe God has really helped you not have to deal with regret, but I do want to make sure you're not. And I do want to help you. Uh, I do want to help you as men be able to understand um, that, you know, though you have made mistakes, though it didn't go well, you do not have to kind of stay in, in that place where you're maybe freaking out, upset, worried, you know, that I just messed it all up. You know, my kids are grown and gone. I lost my marriage, whatever. There, there's still hope. And I want to just bring some of this to your attention. So I thought I would do is just give you some steps to make sure you're immersed in. If you're at a place where you're like, hey, pastor, I'm trying to be better but I got some things that I know I did wrong. All right, let me let me give you some reminders because what I don't want you to do is get stuck in regret. 
I don't want you to do that. So here's the first thing is this. Let me just share with you. And in dealing with regret before, I think I reminded you of this. Regret does not come from God. So if you know you have failed at times in your life, wallowing in regret does not come from God. Conviction about mistakes comes from God, but God wants to advance us all, you know, always. So conviction comes repentance. What is repentance? It is turning away from the way I've been living and turning towards God. God always wants us to turn towards him. God wants us to own up to our mistakes, but turn towards him. So many people come to a place where they say, I made a mistake, okay, and then I stay in that brokenness of the mistake and the pain that I feel from the mistake that I made. God says, now turn towards me. And in turning towards me, God says, I'm going to elevate you out of that and make something new. Talk about how he wants to make something new out of those mistakes here in a minute. But if you're a guy and you come to a place in your life where you say, I've messed up. Uh, Okay, that is a great step, but you cannot stop there. And if you stop there, you get stuck in wallowing in regret. Like this plays out... This plays out in any area of our life for men and women. Uh, Sitting in guilt, shame, regret leads us into messiness. So what we have to know is regret does not come from God, and it comes from the accuser. Who is the accuser? You and I have a spiritual adversary who loves to hurl at you and I sort of the insults of the thing, uh, bring to to light the things of our past. And uh, we have an accuser uh, that has been... Uh, you know, beat, defeated, but he he loves to try to come at you in, in moments to say that uh, you have made mistakes. He is called one of one of Satan's great sort of nicknames is he's the accuser of the brethren. He's the accuser of you and I. And if you are hearing the feeling, the senses of uh, acu- uh, of regret. You know, it is it is not coming from Satan. Now, some of you are like, yeah, well, my wife tells me I've made mistakes and she's an accuser. Is she Satan? No, she is a broken person and she is trying to remind you of those mistakes potentially, but uh, she would want you and, and every human being would want another human being to be better. Um, and so we know that uh, we have an accuser. His name is Satan and he works in regret and he loves to remind you of all of that. You know, I, I, re, I think of Revelation 12.10 that says we have an accuser. And then uh, Revelation 12.11 uh, tells us that uh, he's been conquered. So it is through the gift of Jesus Christ, um, as Revelation 12.11 says, the blood of the Lamb, that we have been we have been forgiven. We have been set free. Um, so there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus, and the Bible is clear about that. And we know that as men, uh, again, we are turning away from the old ways, but we're turning towards something new that God is revealing to us. Please know um, that if you will immerse yourselves in, yourself in the things of God, though you have made mistakes in the past, men, uh, that your heavenly Father will remind you of that no condemnation. He will welcome you in to not just a life of forgiveness, but a life that changes and operates differently. I would submit to you, again, if you recognize you made a mistake, but there's no change, 
there's no change, there's no godly repentance, there's no change, then you haven't changed. So on this journey of immersing in the fact that there's no condemnation of Jesus Christ, it is a journey with him now going forward. Uh, if you're dealing with some mistakes in your past, don't forget that it is important to be pursuing, again, this is a part of that journey towards God, to 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 chase after the new prize that he's put in front of you. Um, so when I talk about men who don't have a vision uh, for something godly moving forward in their life, uh, they, they're, then what they are is visionless. And visionless men very easily get stuck and wallering in where they are or in their past, right? I say at the, this podcast all the time, I say, we're not intending to get worse. We don't want to stay the same. We want to get better. And men who have vision are able to advance and moving move forward. You know, there is a prize to those of us who are going to live in perseverance. There is a goodness, a godliness uh, that people can encounter in our lives and through us by staying focused on the things of God. So uh, you have to look at this turning away from that regret, turning towards God, say, what are my new goals? What are my God-given goals? Not fleshly, my God-given goals, you know, and I'm going to talk about that here in a second, but but again, you'll, you'll waller and get stuck if you're not seeking God for that new vision for your life. Uh, remember this, that uh, God is wanting to work the things of your past and, and use the things that the enemy wants to hold you back in. He wants to uh, work them together for something good. He is working uh, for the believer, things even of your past that were messy for the good. And he wants to do that by you coming out of that wallering of regret, you moving towards something better in your life. Uh, what are some things I could do if I messed it up as a father when my kids were younger and they're all grown up and now I've figured out that I've messed up? What are some things I can do now uh, that could be used for the kingdom? Um, I could immerse myself in the things of God and share with other men how I failed, but give them tips for, you know, kind of how to do to do better on the journey. Uh, you could come alongside some people who, you know, maybe, uh, maybe need help. I mentioned on another podcast that you know, great, uh, great mentors have, have gotten it done before, but there is a level of investment that you could give somebody certainly to say, these are the things I did wrong, you know, sharing testimony, uh, maybe about, okay, I failed, but this is what God has done. You can start uh, showing godly living to your kids. If they're 35 years old, you can still do it. You can start talking to them about how God transformed your life and make an impact in their life as well. Uh, so you can be tempted to stay in your failures and and not step out of that. Or with God's help, you can advance into something that utilizes you, it gives you opportunities to take those past mistakes and and put and God packages them in such a way that he allows you to advance the kingdom going forward in your life. So it's it, it doesn't have to be wasted. You know, it's 30 years, yet you, you, you missed a lot. Whatever it was, it was 20 years, you missed a lot. But that that can be used for something uh, testimonial, something to witness, something to share uh, with, with other men or other people in general. 
it is true that God wants you to walk in him faithfully and to start producing fruit. And so that's part of this journey as well. If you've made mistakes and you're moving out of those mistakes, that regret, that accusation, you're not going to be accusing, you're moving towards God, you're moving towards the things of God, uh, please know that uh, as a part of what he's trying to work new in you, it is uh, to be fruitful for the kingdom of God. And that is what he wants for all of us as men, with our kids, uh, with our lives, with the people around us to bear fruit in the kingdom of God. And, and then I guess I would say, um, I think we could always allow the mistakes of our past to keep us humble. We don't waller in them. We don't dwell in them. But they are a reminder that if you get puffy about yourself and you think that you got it all together and all the answers to life and you don't need God, that you can miss out on some critical moments. And so it is a reminder uh, of, of some humility. Uh, we have the greatness of God. We're moving towards. We're not beat down in humility. That's not what I'm talking about. It is, it is humbling ourselves before God continually and saying, hey, you know what? This is the new journey I'm on, but I'm never too prideful or too great to, uh, to, to, to not have the tactics of the in enemy pull me back down again. So we stay focused on God, humbling ourselves before him, being reminded of a life that got messy in only this way, and only this way that a life away from God is not the best for our life. So we stay focused on him. In the end, remember, repentance is a turn towards God with your eyes on him going forward and continually in your life. And man, if your eyes are on him, he can do amazing things no matter what your past and no matter how old you are in life. All right, let me pray. All right, men, we give thanks together for God. You're revealing that, yeah, we've made mistakes, but also God, you can do, still do something amazing. Help us to advance past those dark moments to move past the accuser and to focus on you, God, for new things, great things to produce fruit in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. See you Friday. Thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks for listening. And before you go, remember what we're trying to do is reach more men with this great information. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Hey, you can subscribe right now on the app that you're using to listen to this podcast, or you can head over to my social media channels, which are linked in the episode notes to find more information. Lastly, I've got a quick favor to ask before we go. If you're enjoying the podcast, I hope you'll let me know. Reviews, let each podcast hosting site know that great listeners like you enjoy our show. And that helps us expand our reach in search results, impacting more men than typical. Until next time.